Holy smokes. Somehow, through hook or crook, you got to win today. And unfortunately, the fact that they won today, it makes me even more angry about last week when they should have won, when Washington tried to give them the game over and over and over again. They're like, no, nah, I'm good. I don't need a win tonight. It's okay. Man. And what is it about these games? It seems like, you know, division games are always going to have its own little sense of uh, drama, of course, a little sense of intensity. They're going to be a little bit more hard scrabble. But have you noticed, though, in this division, Falcon games against Carolina and Falcon games against the, the Buccaneers all seem to be the same type of game. For the most part, there's some outliers, of course. Grind them out sort of thing. They're um, exhausting to watch. You don't know how it's going to end until it's over. You just kind of, it's like a Batan death march. You got to grind through the game. Meanwhile, there seems to be always fireworks and really intense drama when the Falcons uh, play the Saints. But hey, 16-13, you get a win today. You get a win. You're over, you're, you're, oh, guess what? You're in first place in the NFC South. <laughs> you're four and three. And I got to tell you, let me, let me guess, let me guess. You are hyper-focused on the three fumbles by Desmond Ritter today, aren't you? You're hyper-focused on them. You're thinking about in the three interceptions last week. He just can't take care of the ball. He's not the guy. Bring in Taylor Heineke. Is that what you're thinking? You're, it's okay to think that. You may ultimately be right. He may play his way out of the starting role, but here's one thing I'm going to hang my hat on as far as this goes. This is a very, very strong-willed, strong-minded young man Desmond Ritter is. He is. Look what happens. Fumbles three times today. All right, let's start off with uh, last week. Throws three interceptions. What does he do? He comes in today, that first drive for a touchdown. That was such a calm, competent, really executed first drive for the touchdown. Clearly, no baggage from the interceptions last week. And then you start playing the game, things are going to happen. Yes, you need to take care of the ball better. Yes, when you're carrying the ball near the sideline, tuck it on the side that's closest to the sideline. Tuck it under your other armpit. That's why you fumbled. But what did you do today? Here's why he's strong-willed, and you can't undersell this. You have to recognize this as a fact. Fumbles the ball three times today. One devastating in the end zone. What does he do? He comes out, leads you on a game-winning drive where you can kick a field goal and win it. You cannot, under, you cannot undersell that. I know he may, may not ultimately be the guy to run this franchise as their quarterback. I understand that. But when things like that happen... And when you do see growth and competence and a football acumen in smaller situations, because you have to master those small situations too because they will define the big picture. And he's starting to do a lot of the little things pretty well. There's an awareness that's finally uh, coming to being with him and that, that type of uh, on-field awareness, it only happens when you play. You can't sit there on the sideline as a backup and you know, absorb it by osmosis. You can't do it. you got to play. you got to make mistakes. And Arthur Smith said this, and this is why I think he, uh, he's really banking on this kid. And you, you don't have to right now. That's fine. Matt Ryan said, we're going to know in December what he is probably, but not right yet. You can't do that yet. We don't know what a ceiling is. But I like what Arthur Smith said several weeks ago. I wasn't worried about the turnovers. I wanted to see how he responded. And it seems like he is adapting that mindset of a, of a baseball closer. You have a bad outing, you got to put it behind you because you might be on the mound the next night trying to win a game. You have to have that that amnesia that closers, closers have, and I think Desmond Ritter has that, and that's an important intangible to have as a young quarterback. Because think about this. What happens to about 55% of even first-round quarterbacks? They end up being bust. 
You know why? Because they lack that intangible that our quarterback does have. That's usually what sinks those guys. Because the first-round picks, they're all physically gifted. All of them are. You see it. But what defines them and separates the great ones from those guys that end up being bust is that strong wilderness, that, that, that amnesia that you have to have. And up uh, gratifying win today. And uh, you can say what you will about all the penalties on the uh, secondary. Our secondary day, they are so, I mean, the size difference between a Mike Evans and an A.J. Terrell, that's why they're so handy on the back end of the end zone, of, of the uh, defense. They're very physical. They try to see what they can get away with, too, because they have to do that to neutralize a being that is much superior in stature and weight and all the things. So they have to do that. So that's okay. I saw some beautiful things on defense today, though. A certain sequence on a third down, you get a lot of pressure on Baker Mayfield. He does get the ball off, and then you have a, a defensive back come in and knock the ball down. Just brilliant defense on both ends, just, just perfect. This defense is really good, people. This is, a, this is a defense that can win some playoff games for you. And I'm telling you what's going to benefit them in the long run. And if you're a Falcons defensive player, certain you're, you're frustrated with, with kind of being uh, – Put in very compromising, difficult situations. But what, do you, what have you done time and time again for the most part? You make them settle for a field goal. You're not giving up touchdowns as much. Yes, you have the big play to Mike Evans. That's going to happen. Mike Evans is a great player, by the way. But what's happening now with this defense, look at the characters being built on this defense filled with veterans. They're just clamping down and doing their jobs extremely well. Are they perfect? No. Are they dominant? No. Very good, though. This is a defense that's good enough to win playoff games. You know it is. And the fact that they are put in these situations, all that does is make them tougher and more resilient. And they don't panic. They find a way to make a play and get off the field or force them into a field goal. So they're doing that. But, man, what an exhausting game to watch today. Those games against the Buccaneers and Carolina, they are so exhausting to watch. They're such a, it's such a plotting. You have to scratch and claw to beat them. It's, uh, it's very difficult. But I give Desmond Ritter a lot of credit. Very impressed with what he did today. The fumble issues, you can solve that. You can learn how to take care of the ball. And the best thing to do, you go back look at the film. What did I do? Was I carrying it wrong? What was I doing? Did I not anticipate that person being there? He's learning awareness. You're talking about the most difficult position in all of professional sports. Playing a quarterback in the NFL and also, you're a very young dude. So imagine having that responsibility when you're in your early 20s. And most of you who call Desmond Ritter trash, this, that, and the other, you were all knuckleheads when you were in your early 20s. What were you running? You were running late for work is what you were doing. 